Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. <coughs> Sorry. This... <laughs> This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again. This is the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Thanks, as always, for downloading us. It wouldn't be... It'd be, it'd be nothing. It'd basically be us two talking to each other otherwise. <laughs> it'd be a lot of pointlessness. Yeah. So what did we like today? Well, well, us two talking to each other, really. Well, and Martin Kellner. He was good. <laughs> God, you caught work, him out, though. He'd today. worked so hard. <laughs> it worked so hard. Oh, yeah, you'll hear that. And... Um, and MC Yeehaw, Matt Chapman, all the way from Australia with a yeah. g- good story. I yeah, you're, oh. hopefully you'll enjoy that too. So here it all is. Great play by Loftus-Cheek last night. No doubt his best game for Chelsea yeah. by a long, long way. And it's funny that Jim made the suggestion of him being a striker because Conte... Mm. Antonio Conte he thought he was a striker right. that's how he played him he played him in the front three didn't play him as a in the middle three or the middle you know the middle yeah, section you. and so you know um, Perry knows a lot about these things he thinks it would be difficult to make the conversion but when you look at Chelsea's weaknesses really Giroud was poor last night and Morata we know what Morata is so could he be much worse is the answer yeah. uh, but you know obviously uh, I suppose the the experts will say it's, it's not easy to change, but he looks to have all the attributes. He knows where the goal is. Yeah. He can beat people. He's got a bit of pace. Strong, tall, can head it. Could be good from England's point of view as well. But you know, back it's a big, it's a big change. But I thought it was an interesting suggestion from Jim, and it was a note that I'd made that you know a man like Conte thought this was possible. Uh, Clive Allen was uh, good last night. He was very, 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 very posh. He kept calling Cesc Fabregas. Oh, really? Who, who my word? Oh. Although he gave up on Aretha Balaga, he just called him Arizabaga. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why don't they just call him Kepper? You've got to get out. Yeah. Everybody calls him Kepper. <laughs> exactly. He's given you a way out of using his surname. You can't make it any easier for you. Good win for Arsenal, wasn't it? I mean, I think they were quite mm. dogged last night. They had to be. They got the goal. I know. And, Can they uh, stop winning? It's really annoying. <laughs> 11 in a row. It's really, I know, yeah. Oh, that was quite... a, I think the Arsenal fans would have been pleased people, to see you know, if they, they'd won if in they a different get good way. results against Liverpool, Spurs and United, people will have to start taking them seriously for yeah. the title. They will. Mm. And, uh, and, and Ian and Clive were talking up uh, Chelsea's mm. chance of winning uh, the Europa League on the com- commentary last night, but you have to think Arsenal would be the favourites. Unai Emery's won this thing three times. It's got to give yeah, you a bit, Seville, of a, yeah. bit of an advantage. Uh, Barté Borisov, though, they brought... <laughs> oh, you're getting posh now. Are they Barté or they Barté I'm Barté. Says Fabregas and Barté Borisov. Yes, well, exactly. He played yeah. very well against Barté Borisov. Oh, yes. They brought on this uh, player called Trumanen. And uh, I thought well, that's good. Known as Fred in the dressing room, he would be Fred, yeah. putting on quite a show. And then I found out his name was Tuerman, which doesn't yeah, quite work as work, well. It's quite it? annoying when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I did love uh, Caitlin Moran, who's very amusing in the Times. Oh yeah. She had a brilliant headline for uh, in the event of David and Victoria splitting up. It was uh, "End It Like Beckham." 
Oh, well, okay. Well, the sun either. will be gutted. They missed out on that one. <laughs> I'm sure they'll use it. Dan Wooten will be gutted. <laughs> um, f- um, basically, Neil Warnock's fuming. Did you know that? Oh, he's fuming. He's fuming. Yeah, he's fuming. Um, he's made an official complaint to the Premier League. Mm. Uh, talking about inconsistent refereeing and going back to to uh, some of the... They've been sawn off a couple of times. The Joe Rawls sending off against Spurs and all that. And he feels that the company should have gone. Mm. But I often wonder what good that does. I mean, does it... Do you immediately think if you complain, they, it's all going to go your way the following week? I, I mean, don't know. I mean, I they obviously feel it will make some difference. You know, if one referee just looks at it and thinks just favourably, you know, it's difficult. The referees just call it as they see it, don't they? I mean, but, what can Mike Riley say? What can the head of the referee say and say, well, you know, it's not on purpose, no, it's just the way it's panned out. You may get a couple of good ones and then I'll have other managers complaining, but they can only apologise. You can't make it. That is difference. the perception. The perception is the big clubs get the best most of the decisions well, whether think, that's true or not I think he probably does have a bit of a point don't yeah. you well, that's, that's, that's to work out then yeah. and uh, bizarre in the sun they were they had a thing today like asking for as they often do so mm. I thought it's quite attractive it says we pay money for big stories I thought well, that's good oh, okay. so I rang them up I've got one on Rita Ora I yeah. said basically Rita turned up somewhere and she was wearing something can I have some money they went yeah that's good they said, they've sent it to you have you yeah. got a picture I went yeah no problem. woman turned up somewhere wearing something as long as you've got a picture of that there's not much point you saying it really and today's if you sun... deconstruct every headline like that then we haven't got a chance we have haven't we? we've got no chance at all and today's sign of the apocalypse is the 335 at Doncaster it's the navigating Brexit with Vertum stockbrokers handic- handicap yeah. <laughs> that's like... it's an iconic race isn't what it? a great name is it for a group a race? one <laughs> yeah uh, no it's not a group one I don't now I it's a two you were telling me about a race last night it was a, quite a rare beast wasn't it this, yeah the, the 615 at Cheltenham and <laughs> the man who knows Cheltenham about... no Chelmsford oh okay <laughs> big difference well, oh I love the old Chelmsford <laughs> festival we look forward to it it's oh it's marvellous yeah it'll yeah. be there next year with Paddy Power of course never we'll miss it. it no it was the 615 at Chelmsford what uh, made you check on the 615 at Chelmsford <laughs> because it was I'm a bit half, worried about you it was half time yeah. at, on the uh, Chelsea Baltier Borisov oh yeah and uh so rather than watch the ads, I sort of flick around and see if I can find anything sporty. Oh, okay. And often I... F- You're never off, are you? Well, I'm never off. And I turn to at the road, because I quite like to catch a race. Could be from America. I don't know why. I just like You'll to... You'll turn over during the half times and watch a race from yeah. well, Arkansas. Yeah, something like that. On the gravel in Arkansas <laughs> or something. Basically, yeah. Really? And, uh, and so they were talking about the night's uh, meeting at Chelmsford and the, the guy who was presenting, I don't know who he was, but he said, uh, oh, the big shock here was the uh, 150 to 1 winner sent off in the 615 Phillies Novice Handicap. You don't get many of those, do no. you? A seven horse race. Wow. 150 to 1. So Did the other six fall or something? I mean. No. What, I think what happened was the first time out, it had gone very badly for this horse. It, yeah. They're novices, you know, so these things can happen apparently. And uh, and the trainer said, well, I thought, you know, it was ridiculous because I knew he was a good horse. He just had a few problems in his first race. Right. So you can only think the old connections would have backed it and lumped on, oh, wouldn't you? They, they, they must they be loving it, wasn't well, they? they? Love it. it won't be 150 to 1 next time. <laughs> I think you probably <laughs> think won't be. Yeah. God, never 100. I've had, a, um, mm. I've had a 66 to 1 winner in the national. That oh, was very good. good, but that's yeah. as good as it's you ever Sol got Campbell. <laughs> oh, I did have. That's the greatest <laughs> bit of my life. I'll never, but I should have just packed up at that point. <laughs> Sol Campbell will score first. Arsenal to lose the Champions League final 2-1. Marvellous. 300 to 1, 2 that's, quid. That's better than that. Better yeah. than 6 Final score, 2-1. Chel- as, as I've said before, Sol Campbell played for my season ticket. <laughs> he did. Yeah, the whole <laughs> amount of my season <laughs> ticket with for, for 4 quid. <laughs> Amazing. It's Thank good. you, Sol. The yep, only thing so. I'm prepared to thank you for 
at this stage. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. I love Gianni Infantino. He's fantastic, isn't he? Mm. Oh, no, La Liga matches can't be played outside of Spain. Oh, no. We can't have a World Cup in a country that's got no football history whatsoever. Yeah. It's brilliant. And we can't have a new competition that nobody wants in a country where probably there's no football history but lots of money involved. Honestly, these people really... They don't do the game a service, do they? Uh, no, he's, I don't he's, suppose it's about that. They really. say La Liga, they talk about going to the court of arbitration for sport, aren't mm. they? They're going to take it all the way, this. They're going to fight FIFA on it. So it's a bit of a bit of a standoff, this. Mm. He needs uh, Real Madrid and Barcelona on side for this club competition he wants. Um, so they weren't particularly mm. keen on it anyway. Uh, well, certainly some clubs weren't keen on it, were they? Some of the teams in Spain. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens now because he needs the goodwill of the yeah, of the big clubs and the big leagues uh, yeah, sure. around the world. So we'll see how that one pans very, out. Very, very true. Now, yeah. uh, you said, I, th- I think Cristiano was wrong the other night. You know when he encouraged that sort of idiot that invaded the pitch and then did a selfie with mm. him? I do, I do think that was, you know, it's not, it's not a useful way to go because people will think that's the thing now and come yeah. on the pitch with my phone and I'll get a selfie with the player. And I'll well, look, he did, it, he did it once and he did it probably for the right mm. reasons. It was a kind of young kid. But now, having yeah. done it once, there is a feeling... That bloke that came on the other day wasn't a young kid. No, he was a there, he there was is a feeling that yeah. it's all right to do. I'm tend to be with you on this. I think we should go back to a bit of zero tolerance, really. It's bad. And it reminds it me... It doesn't look was... good on the player, though, if he sort of you know, gives the mm. bloke a forearm smash, does it? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's quite awkward from his point. They should never get that far. No, you, really? of course not. They shouldn't. Uh, it reminded me, though, I was telling the producer that when I was in South Africa, many years in the mid-70s, wow. South Africa, they had a commentator called Charles Fortune. He was the sort of John Arler. He was a great. He's, he's commemorated in South African cricket. He's in their Hall of Fame. There's, I think there's a pavilion at Johannesburg. All this thing. He's a, he was a big figure. Mm. But he, he had that away with him. And basically, some somebody came on the pitch, and he, you don't get swearing on British radio. But he basically we went, tend not to. No, he went. Get this bleeper off the pitch. <laughs> yeah. It's incredible. I'll never forget. I was listening to it. You know, thinking, you wouldn't hear that I'm on Test Match Special. I'm trying to work out what bleeper was. Well, was it later. one of, the, one of the, the big ones? No, it wasn't one of the big ones. It was a minor one. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, still, you wouldn't, hear, you wouldn't hear sort of Christopher Martin Jenkins say. Well, no, you wouldn't, of course. Yeah. No, no, it's true. It's yeah. heyday. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if Les Holt is a season ticket holder. Les Holt, a serial letter writer to the Sun, of hmm. course, from Manchester. He says, worst investment of the year, buying a Manchester United season ticket. With Jose Mourinho in charge, we're already out of the Carabao Cup. Winning the Premier League? No way. Winning the Champions League? Next joke. There's only the FA Cup left. A disgusting return for the outlay, says Les, who probably hasn't even got a season ticket. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be great if he didn't have one. I've no idea whether he has or not. Uh, we've He's not happy. Ross has been in touch. I mentioned earlier on that Sol Campbell wants to pay for my season ticket hmm. after the Champions League oh, yeah, final, yeah, effectively, did. with a bet I had. Dwight Gale, says Ross, paid for my season ticket at Newcastle and the last game of the 17-18 season. First goal in Newcastle to win 3-0, 410 to 1. P.S. I regret buying it now, he said. <laughs> yeah. Was that against the last day of the season, the Chelsea game? Yeah. It was, yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I suppose it must have been. And uh, here's a good Johnny Nash for you. More questions than answers story. A shop boss has grown five-inch nails on his left hand to stop himself playing gambling games after losing uh, all his money eight years ago in Guangzhou, China. Mm. And you think, 
Can I use his right hand? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? So he's grown his nails extra long on yeah, one hand. On one hand. To stop him playing. To stop him playing this game, which presumably is a, some sort of two-handed game, but I can't think <laughs> what that is. Really. Maybe it's like bar football. Maybe he was very good at that, and it stops him gripping the thing. I've got no idea. And a man who lost 18 stone, which is a tremendous achievement. Well done to him, yeah. yeah. But he used to eat 24 packets of crisps a day. I wow. don't even know how you could physically eat 24 packets of crisps. What flavour? <laughs> Not even Gary Lineker drink could drink. <laughs> Not even Gary Lineker could drink twenty four packets. Where do we even go with that? He certainly couldn't drink twenty four packets. You've had a tough of five minutes. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Anything else? <laughs> Online. Crit- yeah. I love the sort of on air criticism. The critique. No, it's, 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 like, it's, well, it's like working with Milton Shulman. I've got the, me. Like, I've got theatre critic. I've got me. Re- you're a solid five out of ten in the last. I've got me red Who pen out. The, Michael Billington. Does he count? Who's yeah. the, no. How about, a, how about a younger theatre critic? Who's that? Anne you... Treneman from The Times. Yeah, how about nice you, of her? Uh, you want a more contemporary <laughs> reference, don't <laughs> yeah. you? How many theatre critics He's happy. He, he, knows, he knows who that is. That's right. Last theatre well, he like working with Anne. was the Sooty show at the Torquay <laughs> Alhambra, and he sits there criticising you. <laughs> Never mind. Right. Uh, yeah. Anything else? Well, he was desperate to move on, so no. Okay, well, I, I think you oh, must have more. Oh, then. I have got more, but I thought... Well, let me hear... We should, we're going to hear from the referee. Okay. Vass has been in touch. He says, as an ex-ref, it seems that... Because we were talking mm. earlier on about these rule changes that David Eller is interested in. As an ex-ref, it seems that most refs have subs covered, often allowing 30 seconds per sub. Time-wasting elsewhere is a problem, though. For example, goal kicks, throw-ins. Uh, this latter part mm. has the added problem of stealing yards and feigning injury, also a big problem. So it's really not... That, that, those time-wasting elements that they're trying to deal with at the end mm. of the game, I think he's got a point. It's more the in-game stuff. And a, a lot of the listeners have said, and you said, the laws are there. Just if you make sure you actually work with the laws you've got. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. Strong refereeing, that's what you need. No, no question about As it. As I said, we did, I think often after a European week, uh, we're, we're, it's like we're delighted with the quality of our own refs. It just sort of bigs up our refs. You know, you, you oh, get I to a game and think, oh, Thank goodness, it's Martin Atkinson. It's not something, nothing again, I've just pulled his name out of nowhere, but you know what I mean? You see the... Sounds like some sort of TV show. See the, Thank goodness it's Martin Atkinson. <laughs> I'd, I'd watch it. There's your sitcom pilot. Uh, I don't know what it is, it involves no, a referee though. Obviously. But, um, but yeah, after some of the clowns we saw midweek in, in, in the European competitions... They're I not think too good in the UEFA either, oh, in the Europa rather. Oh, honestly, straight, straight out of the pub. Never done a game in their life. Out. 20 minutes. Have you got a whistle? I've got a whistle, yeah. Yeah, I'm a tra- Train guard, you're in there, mate. You've got a game. Yeah, it's a bit like they've that. had a few days off, so why not? Mm. And uh, this survey, honestly, some of these surveys are ridiculous. A wildebeest muscles are two and a half times more efficient than a car engine. Wow. What should I do? Get rid of my car and buy a wildebeest? <laughs> We're talking about. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, What's it'd be the cheap. Point? It'd Who be cares? cheaper, wouldn't it? Well, it would be. I and the roses would be good in your garden. <laughs> That's true. And then instead of uh, trading it in or going to we buy any car, then you could basically, you know, it's. Uh, well, it's dinner, isn't it? Might be a bit tough. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, that's the circle of life, isn't it? Seems unlikely. Did you see that pets can? Talk? I'd love to see you on the back of a wildebeest, though, down Chiswick High Road in Tesco's car park. That'd be good. Just, yeah, mm. okay. Well, I don't think you can ride them, though. Do you? They're quite. They're quite. Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> Never tried. I'm sure there's wildebeest racing somewhere. We had uh, buffalo racing earlier in we the did, week. We did, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Pets can tell the time, apparently. Did You're you listening to Talk Sport, by the way. Talk Sport. Well, you know, we're just filling a little bit. We're not filling. <laughs> this is gold, mate. This is all pre-planned. Gold. This was all pre-planned gold. <laughs> I'd like to find a sports one for you, then. You got anything sporty? You're on well, the page three. No, yet? I'm on. I'm, they wanted me to go to page three. This is where the real rubbish is. <laughs> What's on page three of uh, your notes, Andy? <laughs> one of my strikers still persevering with the World League. Mm. Forget the World League. I'm not happy about the World League. What about? Uh, apparently, you've got something on there about. Country file. Oh, yeah. Uh, John, John Craven thinks the success of country file is that there's no sex in it. So if they wanted to ruin country file, that's how to do it. Really? <laughs> yeah. as, as Alan would say, they do, he does a great blue version, John. <laughs> <laughs> they do. A, I love country file. Do a great blue version. version. They could do a, like a kind of after dinner, <laughs> uh, sort of late night after dinner version with all the secrets of the stuff that goes on on, on country yeah. file. Yeah. That's it. Be, be good. Yeah. And often on this show, because we sort of work, it's a collaboration between us and the producers and we talk about who we might want on. I've been trying to get on, ever since I've heard of him, Uber Burnley fan, Dave Burnley. Yeah, but for some reason we seem unable to get him. He's a tough booking. We've had Pele on. We can't get Dave Burnley on. <laughs> I like the man who calls himself Dave Burnley. Yeah. So anyway, I hope he's not too happy on Sunday. Well, thank goodness that's over. Um, <laughs> we. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost fifty pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. This is Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs uh, here on TalkSport. Uh, now, a big weekend of racing in Melbourne. And familiar face and voice. Mm. Well, it's that Talk- time of year in Melbourne, isn't it? Certainly, the Melbourne is. Cup. That's yeah. right. Uh, Talk Sport listeners will know uh, MCE on Matt Chapman. We have him on the show on a regular basis and uh, a regular face on ITV Racing. He's upset the whole of Australia. Well done by <laughs> suggesting that their their wonder horse Winks isn't all that, as Adrian Durham would say. <laughs> it's unfair language we can't use uh, from uh, the horses. Uh, uh, trainer, but anyway, let's catch up with Matt uh, down under. Good afternoon, Matt. Lads, I'm amazed you're not here. I mean, obviously, there's horses, there's gambling, there's food, there's drink. It is absolutely you two boys to perfection. <laughs> yeah, so, what have you? Good. So, tell us what you did. To, to, I mean, I've kind of paraphrased it, but what did you, how did you upset the Australian nation quite so much? Yeah, it is quite extraordinary, really, because I really didn't say anything at all very much. I mean, basically. 
the whole room of Australians. Uh, I was called up on stage as, as a sort of pommy representative. And obviously this wonder Mayor Winks is going to run in the Cox Plate in 24 hours' time. And I was asked of what the opinion of Winks was back home. And I said, well, look, everyone thinks she's a lovely horse and she's done really well and she's obviously got this amazing record. But the general consensus is she's not beating an awful lot. And... It's fair to say that at that moment I could have shot the Prime Minister. Um, it, the, the world fell in. It really did. And the horse, give it, remind us exactly what the horse has done over the last... It's about five years, isn't it? It's, it's, quite, it's quite old. Often they go to... Stand, yeah, I mean, she's... Philly, anyway. she, well, she's a seven-year-old. Yeah. So if, if, when she does go to the paddock, she'll be, she'll be making a baby rather than trying to produce yes. one mm. as such. Um, but um, she's a seven-year-old. She's trying to win the Cox Plate for the fourth time in succession, and no horse in the history of Australian racing has ever won the Cox Plate. Um, and she's on a long, long winning run. You know, she's getting on for 29 straight in a row, and therefore she's seen as unbeatable. However... Um, we've had quite a lot of horses winning out here and winning the big races in the last couple of weeks, which are sort of the preps to the Melbourne Cup. And they're horses that we would not call top class. And the theory is, at least my theory is, and I don't think I'm alone, to be honest, because quite a lot of Australians underneath it all know it. But, of course, they're Australians. They can't admit it to a pom. Um, <laughs> you know, the division a mile and a quarter and, sh- and longer in Australia is desperately weak. And while this horse could be a wonder mare, she's never come up against a sort of horse that's anywhere near as good as her. So the cracksmans and enables and things like that, she's never tackled anything like that. So anyway, um, the base of the whole of Australia um, is, is coming down. I mean, in fact, I've just been at the races to watch the big Manicato stakes where uh, Aidan O'Brien had the second home in the big group one just now. And there was a bloke who looked at me from the crown and sort of shouted in obviously slightly drunken Australian manner. He's, oh, you, mate. And um, <laughs> then he used the word which we actually can't use. Yeah. He said, you're a... And um, that was the word. Yeah. Uh, you can Google that on the internet fairly easily. Mm. And, and then he said, so what about Winks? So I just looked him in the eye and said, absolute certainty, Gad. Absolute <laughs> certainty. And there wasn't much he could say then, and he walked off. They are. I mean, to to let the listeners know that your nickname in Australia over the last couple of days is. I mean, if they seem to be mistaking you for a guy called Richard Head. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Don't they? And 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 you know what? He is a horrible bloke. (laughs) When when I was called Richard Head by this trainer, um, I didn't say, you know, my name's actually Matt Chapman. I said, I said, you know what? Richard Head is one of the nicest things Alan Brazil would ever have called me. So it was actually, it was not too bad, really. But look, it was quite funny. I went in to buy a newspaper today, and. the guy who was selling the paper sort of looked at me and smiled and said, oh, you're Richard Head, aren't you? <laughs> and, and, then, and then I opened the paper, and there was this huge article about what I'd said, and at the top it had my picture, and next to it it said crackpot. So <laughs> it, it, it's, not, it's not been a good week for names, put it like that. Uh, now, they, they, they say the big challenge of Ben Batty, isn't it? Yeah, they, that's, the thing, that's the one you yeah. think can beat Winks. Well, I mean, no, to be honest, Lee, I mean, he shouldn't be able to beat Winks. He's rated, he's got 12 pounds to, to find. And anyone who, you know, doesn't know much about horse racing but tries to lose weight will know that losing 12 pounds is not an easy thing to do. So, you know, it's a big, big challenge. But he is an improving horse. He won in Australia the other day and he had a horse in third that day who's got quite close to Winks. Tactically, he goes from the front, and Winks will be trying to chase him down. So, look, Ashley Murphy's on board, and he's the one who's just finished second in the big race just now. He's riding on an absolute crest of the wave. He's, he's basically Britain's riding new sensation. So there's a chance, 
And, uh, you know, this place will be like a morgue if she doesn't win. I can mm. tell you that much. It will be the worst place to be on Earth. And I will get out as soon as I can. <laughs> so am, I, am I right in thinking that the big race, the, the race that stops the nation is on November the 14th, something around that a bit time? earlier, maybe, I think. Is but... it a bit earlier this year? Because I'm trying to see how this works, the season in Melbourne. It's a week next Tuesday. Mm. It always happens in the first November in in uh, first Tuesday in November. Um, so basically, we've got a real big week of racing ahead for racing fans. Tomorrow we've got the Cox Plate. Then we've got the Breeders' Cup next Friday and Saturday, and then we have the Melbourne Cup on the Tuesday. So it's absolutely huge the next ten days. Uh, the Melbourne Cup is 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 the race that supposedly stops the nation, but you know it's one of those phrases that is massively exaggerated. I mean, it semi-stops Melbourne and it doesn't stop Sydney at all. <laughs> um, but but it is... a it, Look, the Melbourne Cup is, is the equivalent of the Grand National. If, if you consider that the Grand National stops the nation, which, of course, it doesn't, but we'd love it to, us horse racing fans, it's about what the Melbourne Cup does. And it's huge. And, and we've got at least 10 international raiders. And the Australians are really miffed about that as well because they don't like the fact that the Cup could be going to Europe. So... Just in general terms, it's not a good time to come to Australia if you're a POM. Yeah, but look, uh, keep up the good work, Matt. Keep winding up the Aussies, and we will catch up with you soon. This is Richard Head, over and out. <laughs> there we are, Matt Chapman there, MCE half my TV race. There was a jockey called Freddie Head. There, there was, yeah. I don't think they've been calling related. him that. Yeah, I don't think they were. Maybe that's a way round. I think we may have... I'm sure it's not the first time it's been used, but that's what they're calling me over there. Anyway, yeah. it's uh, Hawksby and Jacobs here on TalkSport. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Talks me and Jacobs here on TalkSport. That music signals the arrival of Martin Kellner, squad number nine. Martin, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, boys. Great to see you as always. Uh, it's a week of sport on TV we're going to cover is. now. So <laughs> Have you watched any? <laughs> Have you? Yeah, exactly. Yes. What's taking your fancy? Question. Well, I know you like it when I watch uh, free sports. Yeah. So I did watch the PBR this week, mm. the uh, pro bull riding. Ah, OK. Um, after a six-year hiatus, uh, Greensboro, North Carolina, oh, yes. uh, has greeted the PBR with open arms. Well, I had a look at uh, on the internet for Greensboro, North Carolina, yeah. and I'm not surprised they greeted the PBR with uh, open arms, because <laughs> nothing much happens there. Really? Uh, yeah. Isn't there a big golf tournament there, though? I think once... Oh, is there? Is there occasionally. North Carolina? Yeah, but yeah. I, I couldn't tell you. Well, you might be right. I never saw yeah. a thing about it. The, the Greensboro Coliseum, the very excited announcer said, has seen its share of excellence over the years, <laughs> and one cowboy... One cowboy, ladies and gentlemen, by the end of the evening will add his name to an illustrious list. Mm. So I looked at the Greensboro Coliseum to yeah. see what yeah. excellence it's, <laughs> uh, it's shared over the years. Yeah. Uh, the Marshall Tucker Band played there wow. in the 1970s, 1976. Oh, yeah. They were a good band. Do you remember the Marshall Tucker well, I've heard. Band? No, what, was, what was their big hit? Uh, I can't remember, but they were a country rock band. Yeah, the Marshall oh, okay. Tucker band. But yeah. There will be people out there. That's a reference that a lot of your fans <laughs> yeah. will... Uh, you don't remember any of their we stuff? No, I don't, but I remember what it sounded like. There was, a, there was a, always a big guitar solo in the middle of it. Oh, OK. And uh, <laughs> I d they may very well have worn cowboy hats. What was... <laughs> 
Yeah, there they are. Yeah. There they are. You there see? are some nice bits. Well, they're from Carolina. South Carolina. Funnily enough, they were. You know, they sort of who were the local, band? A local yes. band. Yeah. So it wasn't far to travel for the gig then. <laughs> Not a lot, no, really. No. Okay, so ball riding is that? Does that ball, take in your fancy? Or? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, the bulls don't like it. You can see that <laughs> they really don't like it. Uh, is that why they're constantly <laughs> trying to shake the blokes off? <laughs> yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. I think they're very, very. The bulls get the hump. As soon as the guy gets on them and ties the ropes round, yeah, um, and it must be it must be cruel. I think bull riding is it. I, mean, it, I think it's cruel to the brokers riding. It's cruel. Well, to, I think it's cruel to well, the brokers. He has an element of choice that the bull doesn't really. <laughs> well, that's yeah, a very good point. That's true. Yeah. They have those ro- they're kind of rodeo clowns. Do they get involved in this, or is this a completely no, different I'll thing? No, I tell you what they did have. They had girls in bikinis and cowboy hats. Oh, okay. Uh, which is a it's probably like a classy operation. This. Yes, it is. It's quite a fetching outfit in Greensboro. Yeah. North Carolina, apparently. Mm. I, I um, like free sports. I watched a bit last night as I was flicking through at half time. Oh yeah, as you do. Um, and it was uh, it was the veteran snooker, and I got captivated by Ken Doherty on a. He won, didn't he, Ken? What a break! He won the trophy. Did oh, he? Right. He, he won a break. Did, yeah. playing, well him. playing some bloke I've never heard of. Oh, okay. Tall, quite a, made Bill Werbenick look quite slim. Oh. Okay. But uh, <laughs> anyway, he well, won. Well, excellent. Have you heard of uh, Kaiki Pacheco? No. He's no. the world number one um, in um, pro bull riding. <laughs> oh, okay. We're back to that, are we? Really? Apparently, <laughs> apparently, according to the commentator, he only lives for his next bull. That's Does what he, he said. He only lives for his next bull. I only live for um, your next bull, really, <laughs> Thank Martin. you, yes. Uh, and uh, there was a local boy, J.B. Maynez, um, mm. who they said has had somewhat of a sour season. Really? Yeah, the sport has been throwing him lemons. But here in well, if they throw him lemons, make lemonade. That's, that's what they precisely say, isn't it? Yeah, but here in his home state, he's eager to make lemonade. Yeah. Pro bull riding See, lemonade. See, you've done it. You've crashed I'm sorry about that. That's quite all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's quite all right. Did you watch anything else apart from the pro bull Yes, riding? I did. Oh, yeah. I, I, I stayed tuned to uh, Free Sports and watched you did. The King of the Court um, oh. Beach Volleyball. I don't know if you've seen that. This is, is, I forgive me if I'm, 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 I'm forgive me if I'm wide of the mark some here. Football, I mean, no, no, no this this smacks me of cramming. So <laughs> you've you've basically not done any revision. You've spent all week in the pub, and then you thought, blimey, I've got to do sport on TV with Hawksby and Jacobs tomorrow. I knew you'd say. I knew yeah. you wouldn't argue. For this money, can you blame it? No, yeah. This is no, just, it's, so it's basically. Spent, you like hearing all that stuff. I do. I love it. I watched a Chelsea match last night. I was in the pub, and there was no commentary. So you could just, I knew uh, you were in the pub. This yeah. way you've been cramming. Last mm. night I was. Yeah. Um, but I watched, I'll tell you what I watched. Yeah. I watched Leeds versus Ipswich on that EFL thing that yeah. they've got. So Leeds are on the telly all the time anyway. Yeah. Um, I can't believe that. Because I looked at I thought, how often the Leeds on the TV? And I looked up the um, statistics. Yeah. And last season when Wolves were quite clearly the best team in the championship mm. uh, and Leeds were, were not very good at all last season and weren't a great team to watch, Leeds were on the TV more than Wolves. That's amazing. And, yeah, and you can understand why um, why the Leeds management, the executive, uh, want a bigger slice of the money. Yeah, for the yeah, NFL that's what teams. the owner's been saying. Yeah, yeah, shake it all up. I mean, yeah. so back to free sports. What after the ball running? What you said? This was the king of the court. Yeah, king of the court. Was this uh, real tennis they were playing, or was it just no, normal no, volleyball? Beach, oh, beach, volleyball. Beach volleyball. Oh, beach volleyball. Pay attention. Oh, sorry yes, about pay that. Pay attention. It's in. <laughs> I know your your interest in beach volleyball is probably limited. Yeah, but um, I went to the Olympics. The beach volleyball. Did you? Did you? Yeah. Okay. What horse guards parade? Yeah. It is great to watch, though. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. Big crowded. And this is even 
embedded because they don't have girls in bikinis and cowboy hats. Um, they have girls in bikinis and hot pants, bikini tops and hot pants. Okay. okay. Which, um, you know, adds a... Do they scramble free sports after midnight? <laughs> <laughs> it just it sounds like it's a bit of a theme well, here. Well, the blokes in, just wear uh, swimming trunks, don't they? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and no, it's a sort of T-shirt cut away. Right, yeah. Who was playing, on. Martin, in this in this game? You Do you watched? know, I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> I had no idea. But uh, I'll tell you what else it was Kings this, of the court. this yeah. week. Yeah. It was the... Well, the Kings of the Court is interesting because they, they have a sort of round-robin system mm. where you become the king by... Getting back on, do you know what I mean? The, the, there's sort of five teams. Winner stays, winner stays on. on. Thing. Winner yeah, stays yeah, on. Yeah, it's yeah. that sort of thing. Right. And then at the end of it, you're crowned. You actually are. Crowned. Actually, you're actually crowned. You're crowned mm. king of the courts. And they have it in places like Holland and Belgium. They yeah. Do this. Yeah. It's great. It's good. So I went thinking the Olympics. Is that you, everybody must have done this? You you go and take in a sport that you've never really watched much before. And I went and saw handball uh, yeah. uh, during the uh, during the Olympics, and I thought. This is a good game. I like this. I'll watch this again. Not a second of it since 2012. <laughs> no, you, you wouldn't. It's just, have you, have you ever experienced that, Mark? You kind of, you think, I'll give this sport a chance. And you watch it. And you think, oh, I'm, I'm going to, this, uh, this is the great, it's an epiphany. Yeah. Uh, but then I've never really stuck no, with it. No, I think you, you have to be born to a sport, don't you, really? Yeah. I mean, I like rugby league, as you know, mm. but I can understand why there are certain people who just... Peter Cook, I think I've told you this before, said that he would watch any sport on... T- you know, the great comedian Peter yeah. Cook, he'd mm. watch any sport on TV, apart from rugby league. Why? You know, he, watched pro- he just could not get on with rugby league, you know, and oh. I think it, it maybe perhaps it's something you've got to be born oh, with. Yeah, yeah, maybe it's true. I, I did... I forgot to mention this. We're watching yeah. the, uh, the uh, Leicester-Arsenal game. Uh-huh. When indeed he hit the bar with that header. Yeah. I so wanted mm. him to score, just so the commentator yes. could say, yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah. somebody that. must have done that. It must have happened, but I mean, it has, I've, not, I've not heard it. Uh, it was the Carp Cup this week, the it British, was. British Carp Cup. Oh, what channel was that on? That was on uh, BT Sport 2. Oh, OK. Um, mm. A programme called Cup. On the Bank, oh, yeah. where they have these riveting interviews with the guys who are about to go fishing mm. for carp. Yeah. yeah. It was in the beautiful, um, the beautiful setting of Solly Hull. They're a big lake mm. there in Solihull, mm. which is actually a lovely. Solihull's very nice. It's very yeah, yeah, suburban. Yeah. It's like I know, I've been a bit there. sort of yeah, it's a bit sort of Harrogate or Richmond, one of those places. Nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was Billy Dummer and Ricky Dummer were two wow. of the people. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, yeah. Well, what do they call themselves collectively? <laughs> Surely not. Surely they don't. Dummer and Dummer. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So I, I watched that. Uh, they said they were asked about how do you feel about it and all that. You know, the pre-match thing, mm. fishing for carp yeah. there, and he said, "Great." There's loads of fish. Well, then I thought, well, that's, uh, that's pretty well <laughs> that's a requirement. A, that's for, a start, uh, isn't it, really? No, yeah. I also watched this week. Yeah. See how much TV I've watched. I've watched a lot of TV, most of it in the I space watched. of two hours <laughs> last night. But it's brilliant, Martin. Don't give the game away. You're deconstructing the fourth wall. <laughs> I know. This is ridiculous. Sorry about Terrible. That. Mm. Sorry Honestly. about that. I watched a fan TV, which is another, you know, these quizzes. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Max time. Rushton does it, doesn't he? I was about to say, there's a young chap called Max Rushton. That's right. I think he's got a big future behind him. Yes, yeah. Uh, so yeah, he's. Um, it's called "Call Yourself a Fan." Yes, it. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. Max Rushton and Lindsay Hipgrave. Lindsay, yeah, yes. Yep. Mm. And uh, it was Manchester City versus uh, somebody else. I've forgotten. Liverpool. <laughs> That's right. Manchester City versus Liverpool. It's the attention but, to detail that makes a difference <laughs> in this section, really, isn't it? They had kings uh, yeah. of the court. They had two clue. groups of rodeo fans. They had. Yeah, they did. Yeah, kings of the court. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was Manchester City versus Liverpool. Very exciting match. Uh, one of the City players, interestingly enough, was called mm. Kyle Walker. Wow. That was his real name. 
Car oh, Walker. Wow, amazing. Which I thought they must have taken some research and to find a City fan that actually called Car Walker. Who won? Did, did once again, did, it, it, point, did Liverpool have the sign over Manchester City or did you not see it through to the end? I didn't see it through to the end. Okay. Uh, I watched a bit of this and I thought... Uh, well, I'll note that down that I've watched it. But I did watch. <laughs> Are you named after somebody in your team? Would make a good call subject. Are you yeah. Carl Walker? Name, you know, have you got a namesake in your team? I mean, you know, is there a Christian Eriksson out there listening? Yeah, yeah there might Spurs be. Fan? Yeah, do you want to hear from him? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't really sell that, did you? No, I didn't really. No. Yeah, I think that's a good call subject. <laughs> yeah. Also. Have you ever been to pro bull riding when you've been in the States? Yeah. What's his no. name? Uh, I've been I've been rodeo, I've been to a rodeo in Wyoming. I went there. Yeah. In, uh, but I think bull riding is a bit more extreme than a rodeo, isn't it? A rodeo is a variety of events. Of, yeah, they, they, sort of they did have, they were riding bulls. It was a bit yeah. of bull riding going on. Mm. It was very good when Borat did his racist song at the uh, rodeo. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't at it. that one. <laughs> I wanna, I just, it's a very, as you imagine, it's a very patriotic patriotic event the the stars and stripes comes out a lot much yeah. singing of the anthem and, and stuff mm. well that's so. what struck me i mean even this pro bull riding uh, what struck me about that was they call it the world champ this is the world championship in greensboro mm. north carolina the americans think any sport that they you know that, that's their sport is yeah. the world championship there wasn't a single belgian there there was no <laughs> well, they were all at uh, that's all they were all at the kings of the court kings of the court were they the belgians <laughs> nobody from upper volta <laughs> no. you know um so I didn't see, and, and looking at it, i didn't see one jewish guy doing it um, <laughs> i don't think you would really no it's why not, not? not a sport yeah well, why would they not do that andy yeah, why would they not do that it's why not, would they not do that it's <laughs> not a sport for a yiddish boy <laughs> that's basically <laughs> what i would and on say, that bomb <laughs> uh, but they're, they're there on Kings of the Court. Um, Martin, thank you. You're, you're, you're overnight I'll, on talk radio I am. for I the will, next two nights. Yeah, and I'll tell you the reason that I was slightly slack on uh, research this week. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow night, the clocks go back an hour. Yeah. And yeah. I'm on talk radio speech. Five unforgiving hours. <laughs> Five unforgiving hours. All the humanity. When we get precisely, yeah. when we get to two o'clock in the morning, I have to go back an hour. Go back to two o'clock in the back morning. Two o'clock in the morning again. Just do so the same I, hour. Well, that's exactly. That's, that's, a good, that's a good idea. Do, do exactly the same. Do exactly hour. Or just the same. Have hour. an hour off. Just replay well, that hour. <laughs> It'll disorientate our listeners overseas. It might do, that's Because true. there's a guy who writes to me from Ho Chi Minh City. Is he? He's an expat, lives oh, in Ho Chi Minh nice. City, listens to the show. It'll completely muck them up if I start doing the same hour. Because you know? wow. I like to say, good morning, Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> so there we are, Richard Head, yeah. you now know. And we included a bit of filler as well in there. Sometimes we have to do. Well, sometimes you have a couple of minutes and you have to go onto page three of your notes. And, I know it happens. But we did get Spider-Man falling on Hank's head, so it wasn't all a waste of time. It's all good. Well, have That's a great it. weekend. Yeah. That's it. We're done. Um, thanks for downloading this once again, and we will catch up with you from one on TalkSport on Monday. Thank you, boys. Thank you very much. Have a good weekend. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.